Hi there, I'm Birgit O'Connor and welcome to the World of Watercolor Painting Podcast. Now, earlier today, I was writing something, a little article on my blog, and I also have this posted on my YouTube channel. So if you're interested in seeing the video, you can always go there, and that's Birgit O'Connor Watercolors. And I'll also post the links in the show notes. But why I'm talking about this now is I tested a brush that I used years ago, and I was doing something for a particular class, it was Nature's Abstraction, and what happened was I was having a really hard time with the paper surface, and I hadn't used this particular brush in years. In fact, I originally loved this wonderful large cat's tongue, but it's not a very soft one. It's, it's kind of somewhere in between, and since I was having a problem with the paper, I have revisited this old brush, and then I thought, well, geez, I wonder if I can actually find it again, and could I possibly even carry that in my inventory? Well, the answer was yes to both of those questions. So what I wanted to do is share with you both the audio on the podcast or the video on my YouTube channel, or you can even go to my blog at bergetoconnor.com and see the visual. Now, why this is important is because when I was doing a demonstration for my workshop, Nature's Abstraction, I was having a really hard time with the paper surface sizing. And I was actually very surprised. So I didn't know if they changed the formulation or what the problem was. But when I returned to this particular brush, it was like magic. Now, this particular brush really helped me expand the size of my paintings to where I was even painting 40 by 60 and 60 by 120, and basically they would take up an entire wall. Now, I was really happy with that brush, but what happened was I started to teach workshops and found that the students couldn't find it, and I couldn't find it anywhere myself. So to compensate, I just stayed with a large number 30 natural hairbrush, which I still love. And I'll also use a hockey brush, but with the hockey brush, sometimes it can hold so much water that you don't really have the control that you may be looking for, or it may be difficult to get into a tighter area. Now, I also have people ask me, how long do brushes last? If you take care of them, they can last a lifetime, just like this one did. And it really depends on what's important to you. Is it the water holding ability, or is it the point on the tip? And the point on the tip can be great, but it can also flick a lot of color around. It really depends on your particular painting style. So when I found this brush again, my giant cat's tongue brush, which is also called an onion tip, I was really excited, and I wasn't quite sure if it was really the same one that I had loved all those years ago. And it was. So what I wanted to do is just share with you my thoughts when I tried it for the first time. So I hope you join me and let's get started. Years ago, one of my favorite brushes was this one here. As you can see, it's a little old. The ferrule is a little loose in there. And since that time, I actually moved over to the number 30 natural hairbrush and I've used it for years and I love it. I'm able to get the soft, clean washes that I want, but I just found this one which is very similar. I think it's actually the same brush, but what I notice is that the hair is not as plump as this. So I'm gonna go ahead, put it in the water and see if I can get the same kind of action. And to do that, the brush 
has some sizing in it, so I need to remove that sizing. Let's go ahead and do that. I can feel that it's starting to inflate. It's feeling really good. Let's take a look at this. So it's like a cat's tongue brush. I want to break up all the sizing. There are a few little hairs that are coming out of it from the sizing, and I want to get a feel for it. Let's take a look. I'm going to try this with the 30. I've got a little color in there, which I don't need. That feels good. The 30 feels good. But the 20, since it's a cat's tongue, it's a little wider, and it's going to cover a bit more of the area. I've got a few hairs that are coming out of it just because it's new. So I'm going to just dip it in the water, work it out. Let's see. Let's go over to this one here and give it a try. Now why I want this brush is if I have an area like this that has color and if I want to intensify the color, I think this looks fine. I think that looks fine too. But if I want to bring up the color and avoid brush lines, what I want is something that has a soft, wide tip to it that will hopefully not be lifting up the previous layer. Now I could use the Bamboo Hockey brush, I could use the 30, and I normally would use the 30, but depending on the paper, I'm going to go ahead and give that a try. Just see how it feels. It feels very nice. It glides over the surface. So I'm applying my water with this brush. And I think I should have had my color already prepared, which I didn't. Let's just get some color. I'm not going to be too fancy about this. Just a little bit of color. Take some of my mud. Okay. And let's get a little color right in here. I want to give it a little bit of a bow, a little shape to it. And what I see with this brush is that it is not lifting the previous layer. It glides very nicely. And I think that this will work very well for me. I can go ahead and try it down here. I'm going to go right over the shadow and this area. So what that means is that I could easily lift the color, which I don't want. go right over the shadow, both of these areas. Then with my number 20, I'll apply the color. Now, I'm not trying to create a masterpiece here. All I'm doing is testing my brush. And this is a very simple exercise that we did in the 
help course, Nature's Abstraction. And since I have this on my table, I think that would be a good one to use. Now this would be the area that I'd be concerned about right up here. And what's nice is I can get a little mingling of color without it uh, lifting. I'm going to let that extra water go right off the table, or right off onto the table. Lift that out. And I don't see any brush lines, so I'm very pleased with this. Okay, that's going to work nicely. So when it comes to something like this, Let's say I want to add a bit more color to it. Now, I, I do like this as is. So if I'm going to do that, I want to retain my highlight. Let's give this a try because if I'm using the wrong brush, it could easily lift some of that beautiful color out and have some brush lines everywhere. So I'll just add a little water on this side with a light touch. And I'm looking to see whether or not some of that color is lifting. And again, since I did not prepare my color, I'm just going to grab my mud, get a little stroke in here. Let's move that around. I like how it works with the highlight. And I'm also seeing how it lifts some of that color, not color, but water out. Okay, I like it. You can see where the water line is, maybe right here to here, dry paper, and that should be invisible once that dries. So that works nicely. And now I'm curious, maybe I'll do it on the other side. This is just testing the brush. I'll do the same thing over here. I want a bit more shape in this. Okay, and I also want to see how far I can push this. without that layer underneath lifting. Okay, I like that. And I really like how that highlight works. And this is very gentle on this side. I think this brush works very nicely. As you can see, it's going to bend like this. And that's because it's a natural hairbrush. So it can feel a little floppy. And if it does separate in a way that you don't want like that, make sure you have all the sizing out of your brushes. All right. I like the combination. And I still like my 30. But I do like this. I've waited about 20 years to find this brush. Now that concludes today's podcast, and I hope that you found that helpful and understanding more of the thought process that goes behind the brushes that we use. And if you're interested, you can always find them now in my inventory and my online store on my website. And if you'd like to see the visual, go visit my blog on my website, bergetoconnor.com, 
or you could see it on my YouTube channel, and I'll post a link to both of those options in the show notes. So until next time, have fun and happy painting.